We're back with another episode. I feel like we brought the heat this show. Now, there's no arguing, but there was lots of nuggets of wisdom. And there was a tweetable too nuggets. at the end of the uh, episode. So stay yes. tuned for that. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Hashtag Ask Livlean TV. We're on episode number 28 eight today. So um, I know last week some people said that they were listening to the podcast and it was only in one of their ears. I don't know why that really? was. Yeah, and I actually tested it out and it was. It was only showing or hear, you could only hear it in one of your ears. If you watch the YouTube video without earphones, it worked fine. But anyway, I tested it and the videos we've been doing, it works better. So hopefully this is going to work as well. Um, but that does give us a little uh, segue into, if you're not listening to the podcast, go over right now, TV forward slash podcast, and uh, listen over there. Make sure you rate and review the show as well. So if you guys are new to the show, I'm Brad Guthros, my wife Jessica, and uh, this is the show where we answer your questions when you put them out on social media using hashtag ask. Live Lean TV. You can put them at uh, Twitter, which is the best way to get contact with us, but you can also do Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. Facebook. All right, so if you're ready, let's I'm jump ready. in. I'm ready, bring it to me. Let's jump into the questions. First question is from Twitter from Aiden McDonald. It says, is it possible to lose weight and build muscle at the same time? Oh. Isn't that the question of all heard questions? This one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, definitely. I know this is like one of those things that people just don't believe it's possible. Like everyone out there is like, you have to do one or the other, but I definitely disagree. I just, there's nothing really about fat loss that stops you from being able to build muscle at the same time and, and vice versa. Mm. You can do both at the same time. Mm. You'll have to agree to disagree here. Well, you're going to say you have to be in a deficit to lose fat and then you have to be in a surplus to gain muscle. So no. Can what, I just, yeah, no, ahead. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say is, what is your goal, first of all? Which is it? You mean? Yeah, like, what is your goal? Is it to lose fat? Is it to build muscle? Is it to do both at the same time? Which, yes, you can do, but you can't do it to the extremes, is what I was getting at. Like, I agree with what you're saying, but you Why can't not? do it to the extremes, because if you want to build muscle like a bodybuilder, you're going to have to be in a surplus. Right, but that doesn't mean you have to put on fat. Well, it very well likely has to because you got to be in a surplus that's going to help you build enough muscle to get there, which is going to lead to extra body fat. Here's the but, thing, but Wait, I'm s wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I feel like we've answered this question a thousand times, yet we're still disagreeing with each other. The thing is, if your surplus is freaking gigantic, like that's if my you're point. eating, oh, that's what you were about to say. <laughs> If you're eating like a thousand calories over what you need to be eating in a day and you're not working out very hard, then yes, you're going to put on some body fat. But if you eat just the right amount of a surplus and you work out like a beast, then your overall result is going to be muscle gain and fat burn. So, And that's just, why I'm saying that's, we call that body recomposition. Yes. So at the end of the day, you're probably going to stay around the same weight on the yes. scale but your body composition is going to shift to more muscle mass than it is body fat. So Depending that's what I'm, on your starting weight. So that's what I'm saying, that it is possible, but if you're looking to put on 30 pounds of muscle, 
a body recomposition program is probably not best for you. It's right. probably better for you to go on a muscle building program and have a diet plan that is gonna put you in like a 500 calorie surplus. But if it's body recomposition, then I would put you in like a 200 calorie surplus. So it's gonna take a little bit longer. You're not right. gonna see as much muscle gains, but you're also gonna be able to keep the fat off at the same time. Right, exactly. And it's just, it's not realistic or reasonable to say that I want to gain, you know, five pounds of muscle this month. You know, it just doesn't happen that fast. You got to give yourself like a little bit more time and have more reasonable yeah. goals. But yeah, like body re recomp is basically what we special specialize in because all of our programs are designed for that purpose to help well, you guys build muscle and burn fat. Well, not at the same all the time. programs. Well, not all of them, but, but most of them. I mean, that's what living lean is about. Like you it guys is. see us, we're not bodybuilders. Yeah. You know, our goal is to live lean, which means. Lean doesn't mean skinny. Lean doesn't just mean no, losing fat. Lean means you have some muscle, yeah. you know, and definition. Yeah. So, you know, it's our goal with the majority of our programs to help you guys do both simultaneously. Yeah. So but, our yeah. program that we put people on for that recomposition is liveleanafterburn.com. So that program is specialized in that two to 300 calorie surplus or deficit, depending on which area you need to improve more in. Is it body fat or is it muscle? Right. And the style of training program, the modalities that we use is gonna help transform and recompose your body with that, so. Right, it's, hopefully not, that, uh, it's not a bodybuilding program and it's not a cardio program. It's kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Chris Bravo says, how do you motivate yourselves to wake up early in the morning? Oh yes, it's, mm. it's, um, it takes persistence. It takes uh, the willpower to get up in the morning. But like I, growing up, I never really thought I was a morning person. But then when I actually like demanded myself to do it, like after like the, the two to three weeks, it just something shifts and you just wake up and you feel better. Like I feel much better when I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning than if I sleep until 7 a.m. I, that is not the answer I thought you were gonna say. I seriously thought you were going to say, you need a reason why, like you need a reason why you're living your life, why yeah. you're on the mission that you're on. Like, I just find that sleeping in is usually a symptom of lack of purpose yeah. in life, right? right? Like if you have no purpose to get up, then yeah, you're going to yeah. sleep for a freaking ever because why that, should you get up? And that's why teenagers tend to sleep yeah, in on kids don't know because purpose. it's like, <laughs> if they don't have a job, they're not going to school. It's like, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah there's nothing to do anyway, yeah. so might as well sleep longer. Yeah. But when you have shit that you want to accomplish, like, pardon my language, but you know, you have like tasks every day that you know are going to make an effect yeah. in the world and they're going to change other people's lives. I think that's what makes us want to like jump out of bed and do things yeah. like be productive. So if and, you're having a hard time waking up early, it's probably because you don't have enough to do. And I mean, let's be real though. Like I'm not jumping out of bed at 5 a.m. Yeah, like let's big smile, like it's morning, it's morning. And <laughs> it's great. That, like, no, like I, <laughs> The alarm goes off, and I'm like, okay. And I put you my two. Still have to do the I put my two head, feet yeah. on the floor. I yeah. get up, and it's, it's pretty much like 20 minutes in. Like once I get my lemon water, and once I drink two other glasses of water, then I'm starting to feel alive. My body's waking up, and I feel good. And I'm like, then I'm like just crushing the day. So <laughs> it's yeah. Like let's be real. Like not many people wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and they're like yeah. big smile on their face. Like let's go tackle our goals of the day. Yeah, it takes and, like 20 minute shifts. <laughs> I know. And if, for those of you who follow me on Snapchat, you've been seeing like recently that I'm up at like 5:30, like going over to the stairs to yeah. do like my convention center stairs cardio and stuff. And it's still dark out and everything. Like you know, I'm kind of like 
I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm doing my card. I'm not like, yeah, let's go do cardio. But like like it, I don't feel like it, but I do it anyway. But you agree though. It's like that 20 minute shift that takes you like 20 yeah. minutes to, and then you're just like. So true. 20 minutes is like right on because right after that, you're like, I'm so glad yeah. I'm up. And know? just one other thing, guys, like when you do decide and make the choice to get up earlier in the morning, you may feel sluggish like in the mid-afternoon yes. and you will go to sleep a lot earlier, yeah. but that mid-afternoon sluggish, that's going to go away after a while. It's just, you know, it takes your body some time to adjust to the new sleeping arrangements, but it's much better to go to sleep earlier in the night and get up earlier in the morning. It's a higher quality sleep. It's the same as when you change anything in your life. When you start doing yeah. new workouts, you're going to be really sore in the beginning. When you start eating a new diet, you may have trouble in the beginning. It's always, you have to get over that hump. So it's yeah. the same thing with sleeping pattern. Okay. Okay, next question on Twitter from Joe Knotts. Joe says, what jams are playing in your earphones during your workouts? What gets you pumped? Uh, I'm like embarrassed to talk about it because I'm not very like proud of my music taste. Um, well, I own it. Okay, fine. I like pop music and I, I'm like into like teeny bopper stuff like Bieber and yeah. Britney Spears and like it's embarrassing. But, but I it like it. It has a beat to it. It like it's um, high energy kind of music that like makes you feel good and I don't know I just no I let's not talk about it no like I think <laughs> I think most people think that but they're too embarrassed to admit it like, I'm just yeah. like whatever <laughs> like it's music if oh, it makes you I also like like electronic and dance type stuff yeah honestly what's been on my playlist lately that like I've always been a fan but I've just been finding another love again with him is Jay-Z Oh yeah, I and, love but I'm not, but uh, but it's not Jay Z's like most popular top forty hits. It's what is it? it's like his hits from um, like pre Beyonce, where like back in two thousand, early two thousand ish. Like I got a lot of Jay Z on my, and his just his beats, his lyrics, his <laughs> just he's just the man. And um, so, but I mean, I I have my pop favorites too, like. You know, I, I haven't been afraid to admit that I got like some boy band songs on my <laughs> playlist and uh, Bieber's on there. I mean, later Bieber stuff because it's much better than his like 13 year old Bieber stuff. Yeah, if you, yeah, I agree. His, his recent stuff is really Yeah, his recent that. stuff's good. Um, also, like if you had to say one genre, like what would it be for you? Oh, it's hip hop for Mine's me. Mine's pop. Yeah. So yeah. there you have it. <laughs> I think it's such a personal thing, like what music people totally. listen to, and like sometimes people don't want to share or talk about it, but like, I don't know. Some people like to work out to hardcore like rock, and that's just not for me. You just have to do what, what motivates you, you know? Okay, so Anuj Sharma says, hi guys, I want to lose weight and belly fat. I'm on a healthy diet and strength training. Should I include cardio? Okay, so similar to the last question you want to, no, so you want to lose weight and belly fat, yeah. so that's your, your, um primary goal. So yes, uh -huh. cardio does play a role in that, but I want to just emphasize that it's, uh, did she say she lifts weights or he? This, yeah, this is a guy, I think. Um, so yeah, oh, strength, strength training. training. So good. So you're on a healthy diet, which is bonus, not bonus. That's like the primary thing you need to do when you want to lose weight. Yeah, it's not the bonus. Yeah, it's, the it, yeah, it's not like the sugar on top. <laughs> the it cardio is, is the bonus. It is the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of true. Um, well, so, they're both important. And then yeah. strength training is very important because more, the more muscle, the more lean muscle tissue that you put on your body, the higher metabolism it is, the more calories you're going to burn throughout the day. That's, you know, we talk about that all the time. And then cardio is kind of like that 
uh, fine piece as well that um, if you're really serious, you could be doing your cardio in the morning and then your training at night, or you could split it up where you do cardio on some days, uh, weight training on other days. So yes, it's an important way to do it. You can do the steady state way, you can do it the HIIT training way. Um, I prefer the HIIT training, but mm -hmm. steady state still has its place as well if you're beginning or if you're, uh, you know, you're not as beast mode as some people. Yeah. So yes, it's definitely cardio is an important component to overall fitness and living weight. I've seen the fastest like belly fat loss and fat loss results from people who commit to doing cardio daily or at least several times a week. So I know not everyone does cardio. Um, you know, it's not like you absolutely have to, but I'm telling you, you will see faster um, like more dramatic results if you do commit to including it and that it doesn't have to be a full hour you could do 10 minute spurts like after your strength training like we recommend yeah. in our programs we have a lot of like cardio finishers and cardio intervals yeah. and stuff like that so don't think that it has to be a full like 60 minutes on the treadmill because that's not what we're talking about we're talking about exercises and these could be like body weight exercises things like jump rope stairs etc like that things that get your heart rate yeah. up because i know a lot of times we talk about fat burn and it's like what does it really mean to burn fat it's oxidizing so when you're like sucking for wind like when you're really out of breath that is like i like to think of that anyway as your fat being burned and like expelled out your breath <laughs> so i know it's like a visual way it's, to think about it, your fat yeah. burning and leaving your body and it's kind of like a good way to look at it too like mm -hmm. when you're out of breath and you're huffing and puffing it's yeah, kind of like it's rather negative, than it's positive. yeah rather than yeah. thinking all oh, this um, this sucks i'm weak i'm sore like it's yeah. kind of like this is you're getting rid like like i say when you sweat that's the fat sweating off you i mean that's just a saying melting off yeah you. but it's yeah. like your fat is melting off you so it's a reassurance that you know this sweating is actually a positive thing yeah to me that makes a big difference and that makes me actually excited to get out of breath because yep. you know that something good is happening so do your cardio all right next question on twitter from chris bravo says how can I get vascular arms my arms are already big but the veins aren't that visible uh, well Brad has very vascular yeah, arms I, 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 not so much <laughs> I, I, no I get this question all the time especially especially in the gym like guys will come up to me like how do you get that vast like yeah. what, what supplement are it's you so taking it's so funny to think that people like really want to look like yeah. that they want to look veiny okay A the primary thing is it's body fat so yes. just think about it guys if you have all that subcutaneous fat underneath your skin it's covering up stuff so the less fat you have, the more, um, you know, shred, more things, show. Yeah. More things are going to show. Um, secondly, water. So a lot of people don't drink enough water. I like consume a lot of water or, mm -hmm. I mean, I consume water, but to a lot of people, it's considered a lot because it's not the norm. Yeah. Um, and then that's also going to make you more vascular as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's also things in your diet. Maybe you could include certain supplements. Like there's certain supplements that help with vascularity, right? Yeah, like pre-workouts. Pre pre I mean, yeah. it's like they call them vasodilators. So yeah, exactly. it's supposed to give you the pump and... Uh, mm -hmm. it, it dilates the um, blood capacity that can go into your veins, yeah. helping your workouts. So, and I think that probably also has a visual effect. Yeah, I mean, let's be real guys. Like if you're basing this off, like you want to look vascular 24-7, and you're basing it off of these Instagram photos that you're seeing of guys mm -hmm. like with just veins popping out of their arms. I mean, that's a pump. Like that's, yeah. the, the, a lot of those times the veins come from a pump. So they're like, oh, I gotta take an Instagram photo. So I'm gonna go grab these dumbbells and just like <laughs> pump, pump it up. So, you know, it's, you gotta take your yeah, grain Yeah, and if you're looking through magazines, guarantee yeah. you all those guys are pumped up. If you're looking at bodybuilders on stage, they're pumping up in the backstage. Like most times you see someone looking vascular, it's because they've, 
have a pump. Duh pump. But yeah, if you really, um, your best bet really is to go for lowering your body fat as low yeah. as it can get. And that, you know, has to do with your diet and your training. Yeah. So, okay. So Maria Sanchez, what do you think about chromium for weight loss? Oh, chromium for weight loss. Okay. First of all, I got to put it out there right up front. Um, it's no magic stop bullet. looking for the magic <laughs> bullet, you know, but I'm not saying that's what you're looking for, but for everybody else, it's like, Oh, so chromium, that's, that's the magic missing piece. <laughs> like everyone's okay. And they're right going to write it. Well, it's kind of like the, the green coffee bean that Dr. Yeah. Oz talked about. Then yeah. they sold out in supplement stores because he mentioned it on his show. So if we mentioned on our show, I'm sure everyone's going to go <laughs> shut down the supplement stores. Looking you know for why? Because it's Not so really. much easier to go buy a bottle of such yeah. and such than it is to like daily work on your fitness. Yeah. You know? But I will say it, yes, it possibly can help. And I have to say possibly. And the reason why is because a lot of people are, are deficient in chromium in their everyday diet, like a lot of other minerals. And one of the, the functions of chromium is um, that it can, when you're low in chromium, you can actually feel like carb cravings a lot. And the reason for that is because your blood sugar, it's a, it has a an issue on your blood sugar. So when your chromium levels kind of uh, rise or you bring them back up to normal, your blood sugar more balances so you don't get those carb cravings. So that's one of the things that when you supplement with chromium, it can do. But like I said, it's not the magic piece. I don't personally take a chromium pill, like supplement, that's it. Like. No, yeah. And you know what? Most people's, well, I'm not going to say most, I don't know. Many people's weight loss issue is not because they have sweet cravings. I mean, maybe yours is, but I don't think that it just comes down to being something as simple as that. But if you do feel like your sweet cravings are like the number one thing keeping you unfit, then maybe you could try it. But usually being unfit, out of weight or out of shape, overweight has so much more to do than just the fact that you eat a couple of desserts here and yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, you know? it, and, and it's kind of like just people like I said, again, is looking for that magic bullet. I mean, yeah. let's be real guys. Like we all have cravings. Yes. And we all some eat more than others. Yeah. Definitely. Like I have cravings, but they're not like crazy cravings because I have a balanced diet. Like I keep my blood sugar safe or I keep my blood sugar level, level. and yeah. it's in check. I work out and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you have crazy, crazy cravings, and you just keep eating the same crappy food, you're not working out, and then you go to the supplement store and order chromium, like it's not gonna really do anything. Yeah, so. that's the thing about supplements is it can be really disappointing when you like rely on that supplement to be your holy grail, yeah. and yet you're doing everything else wrong, and like everything is just a mess, and you start popping this pill that's supposed to work. So if there doesn't. was a cherry on top, it's supplements guys so it's like it's that the diet be the last thing it's, you worry about it's the diet it's the uh healthy eating it's the sleeping mindset. and recovering and mindset and then it's like yeah. okay if i'm deficient in something what is it let's add it in via supplements yeah all right it's four aspects of fitness that are 10 times more important than yeah. supplements okay next question on twitter from jessica roman says costco has jessica. costco has the cage-free eggs and the organic eggs how do we know which is better? Does organic mean they are cage-free? Interesting. Um, I have never actually looked at the other eggs at Costco because we always go for the organic. Yeah. And, and they're organic and cage-free, right? So I've never really like looked at the other ones. So here's the thing. Um, your safest bet is with organic. When something says cage-free, it means they're not in a cage, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they can roam around outside. In a lot of cases, they, they they're not allowed box. to roam around outside. <laughs> they're actually still inside, but they're just allowed to roam 
outside of the cage. So definitely put the money towards the investment of, of organic eggs. Mm -hmm. And um, if you do like a Google search for something like organic eggs versus something else, like I'm sure there's gonna be infographics up there that breaks down what's cage free, what's organic, what's um, some um, of the other terms for eggs. Is there's, it non-GMO? No, that's not there, the There's eggs, so many other terms yeah. out there for eggs that could be on I the label. Remember. Just yeah. go Google that and um, you'll, you'll learn a lot. Oh, grain fed or corn? Do they feed corn to chickens? Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, we always go for the organic ones and I think it's worth it. Okay, Sherry W70 says, love your channel. My husband is an ectomorph by nature. That means he's naturally thin. Um, he gained a lot of weight a few years ago. He has lost 50 pounds in the last few years. He is currently six foot 218 pounds and 30% body fat per recent BOD measurement. He just turned 60, has low T, has hypothyroid, has been doing a building weights routine, but was very careful about what he ate. He was surprised he did not lose any body fat during that program. He has now started tracking his food and is on a cutting program. He's added cardio 30 minutes on a bike five times a week and has calories at 2000, still lifting just a different program. Does his cutting plan seem to be on the right track? I am concerned the usual rules won't apply to him due to his age and hormonal issues. All right, so first of all, uh, what was his, did she give her name? No, no his name, name, but he is 218 pounds and six feet tall. Yeah, well, first of all, I just wanted to say, you know, yeah. shout out to you being 60 years old. I would say the high percentage of people at 60 years old with issues like that would just say, I'm 60, just I'm, give up. Just give up. <laughs> yeah. So regardless if it's his um, goals and his kind of mindset that he wants to change or if it's you pushing him to do that congratulations to both of you for yeah. taking this into uh, serious consideration so um, he's 16 has low T and hypothyroid yeah so, so what you, do you think about well that? first of all you're doing the right things by trying to get your diet in check and trying to or starting to work out but I will say this like I don't know if you're just starting all this at 60 years old start slow like, mm -hmm. for instance, like you've been building up a lot of these bad habits for the last 60 years to just to cut everything at 60 and be like, okay, I'm going to be 100% perfect now. That's difficult. So start slow, start day by day. Um, and 2,000 calories for someone who's over 200 pounds, I think it's low. Well, not necessarily if their goal weight is... 170 we don't know how tall they are he's six feet tall oh, six feet it's, tall this, we're talking about a big guy 2000 calories is it's may not be enough not, but i understand you're trying to be in a deficit but you just have to be careful that that deficit's not so low that you're feeling like lethargic that's not that low like, like you don't think so no but but what i would rather know is for a guy that size what I are those 2000 calories made up of right so by just saying you're eating 2000 calories that could be eating like 2,000 calories of McDonald's. bread or whatever yeah. it is. Like if you're just built like what? No, I mean, it sounds like she says he's on a healthy diet, you know? But that's once again, healthy is such a generic term mm -hmm. now. So like, you know, how much protein or not like exactly like how many grams of protein, but roughly like what percentage of that comes from protein, from healthy fats and from carbohydrates. That would be important to know. And um, like, I, just from your question. 30 minutes on the bike, five times a yeah, week. Yeah, like sure, like it sounds like you're on the right path. It takes time, like I said, it took you 60 years to get to this point. It, within a six week workout program, you're not gonna get to your goal weight. It yeah, just, it may take him a few years it to actually lose that body fat and get to where he wants but to be, so be patient. But just know? don't get discouraged if your results are slower because yeah. you're 60. Like yes, you do. your age is a factor in this, but just, 
focus on the fact that what you're doing is helping you out regardless of how quick it is or how slow it is. You're doing the right things. Keep it going. Just focus on the long term. Don't focus on like if I don't hit this goal weight in three weeks, I'm giving up and I'm going back to my old lifestyle. That's not living lean. That's not what we teach. So just focus on the long term. Yeah, you know what I think is the main thing about age affecting metabolism? I know people are always talking about this, like as you get older, your metabolism slows. And I think maybe yes, to some degree, that's true. But there's also a really big difference between someone who's 60 and has been staying really fit and really healthy their whole life. Yeah. And then someone who's 60 and who's been just like, yeah. you know, Completely. the opposite. So you're going to have a lot harder time if you've spent, like he said, the last well, not 60 years, I don't know, the last, your whole adult life. Yeah. If, if you've had like 40 years of eating junk food and stuff, it's going to be harder for you than if you spent your whole life staying fit and then just had like a short-term weight gain. So yes, it's a factor, it depends on how long he's been overweight for and how the last 40 years has gone and everything. So yeah, I mean, just be patient, stick to it. I mean, he will get results you know, eventually. We can't say how yeah. long it's gonna take, but if he keeps at it, he will get results. Yeah, I mean, the, the bottom line with this answer is we can't give you specifics because we don't know exactly what he's eating, exactly what his workout program, yeah. exactly this and that, but what we can give you is just motivation. Like, just keep it going. You're on the right path. You're, you know, you're, you, just keep it going. I'm yeah. just, we'll just leave it at that. Like, show those other 60 year olds how it's done because everyone out there needs to know that it's never over in fitness. It's no. never over. Like I've seen amazing like videos of people in retirement homes. Like they start fitness when they're like 75 yeah. and have great results. It's amazing. And it's, so it's just, it's never, you're never and, done. And that's what inspires us. Like I, yeah. I get inspired not by like, you know, um, you know, these people on the cover of magazines. I get inspired by guys. like these guys yeah. who are 60 and they're walking down the beach you know full of health full of energy full of vibrancy like that's what I and so. you can run after your grandkids yeah. and like that's what we want to be is like fit forever you know? all right next question on snapchat from dex to real says what are your mm -hmm. thoughts on go mad what <laughs> a gallon of milk a day to help add mass <laughs> Never heard of that before. I That's have. so funny. I have actually. Oh my god, that sounds like some old school bodybuilding yeah, stuff. Sounds Is that like, like back in Arnold's day. It kind of does sound like that. That's but funny. A gallon a day to help you add. So a gallon of milk crazy. a day would be like four liters a day. So I mean, that's how much that's how much water that's I drink water, a day. Yeah, but to do that with milk. But to do that with milk, I mean. So your question is, will it help add mass? Like, well, yeah. yes, <laughs> it will. But is it the healthy way to go about doing it? Is it long term? Is it like, is it going to keep you on the path long term to towards your goals? I would say no. And I is mean, it going to cause you sinus problems? Like, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but when I have milk, like dairy milk, I yeah. feel congested. Is that just me? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have dairy I, allergies. I know. I get like. Yeah, you get nasally and, and like farty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dex, like, I'm going to say I wouldn't recommend you do that, man. We don't recommend But, it. I mean, if your goal is just mass, 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 no health involved in your decision at all, and it's then it'll probably all work. or nothing. But you know what? Couldn't you also do the same thing with, you like, do... nut butter or coconut? Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Just something non-dairy source. Like you could make yourself a mass um, mass gain smoothie like the one we have in Team Live Lean is yeah. really good. It's like a pineapple coconut flavored yeah, kind of smoothie that has a high calorie to it, but there's yeah. non-dairy. In other words, there's better ways to go about getting your calories. Yes. All right. If I were you, I'd check out our mass gaining smoothie in Team Live Lean. Okay, so 
Wait, Dex too real again? Ah. Oh, Dex too real. Hey, buddy. All right, <laughs> follow-up question about deadlifts on leg day. Is it okay to do both deadlifts and squats on leg day, or do you alternate between the two lifts? Is doing these two compound lifts together in a workout overworking your body? No, like I, I incorporate deadlifts and squats um, as a superset in a lot of ways. I, like, yeah, I use them together in many workouts. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, sometimes I have, but I wouldn't necessarily do a barbell back squat and then a barbell deadlift. Like I would try to set it up more simple for the user or for myself that um, because then you have to move weight, the dump or the weights off the bar. Like do a, if you're doing a superset, do yeah. yeah, like alternate between a back squat and then a dumbbell deadlift. Like I think I, I know I have that in a That's, lot of my programs. Yeah, I'm sure we've done. And that. it's a great way because it's one exercise is mainly hitting the front side of your leg, your quadriceps, and then the other side is is a is a posterior chain work um, exercise, being the deadlift, which hits your hamstrings, your glutes. So you know you're giving one muscle group time to relax while the other one goes to work, even though you do pull in both. But um, no, like I would not say that you have to switch them up. I think you get a big bang for the buck when you keep them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, was that our last question? That's the last question. Last question, guys. Thank you guys so much for your participation. These were awesome questions. Yep. And you should definitely keep them coming as you think of stuff and you know try to be creative. And like we've said before, it doesn't always have to be about fitness or nutrition. You can ask us stuff about life, about life balance, because you know it's really important to us that you know that we're not freaking total gym rats and we don't yeah. just live in the gym and only eat healthy food. You know, someone on Snapchat last night just said to me like, oh my God, I've never seen you eat junk food because we had pizza and I showed the Domino's box. And I just realized I maybe don't show myself eating that a lot, but you guys know we have a cheat meal once per week. So it's not like we're only eating healthy food and always like living in the gym. Like that's not what living lean is about. No. And that, that kind of lifestyle just isn't fun. Like fitness can become totally boring and totally a chore if that's all you do with your life. Yeah, so it's we not want sustainable you guys to incorporate either. it. Yeah. And fitness should add to your life, not take away from it. So if you're super stressed about your calories or your deadlifts or anything that you're like super stressing about, um, bring it on the show. We'll have a talk. We'll talk through it and make sure that we can, you know, answer your questions and relieve your stress issues and help you have a, a better time with fitness. <laughs> That's a tweetable right there. Yeah. What you, <laughs> Which part? What you just said. You said fitness should... Add to your life. Add to your life, not, not take, away. take away. I like that. It. Tweet that out Tweet and, ta it. <laughs> and tag us. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, that's it. Question of the day. Question of the day. Um, oh, okay. So for you guys on that tangent, um, if there was one thing about fitness that stresses you out the most and that we could help you find an easier solution for it, what would it be? What is your stress point when it comes to fitness? Is, do you worry about if you're doing the right workouts? or if you're eating the right amount, or if you cheat on your diet too often, like what are you stressing about? And be specific. Mm -hmm. Be specific, be specific, be spe specific. What's up with that? <laughs> All right, Thank that's you. it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you we'll at the see. next episode. Bye. Oh, guess what? Next episode is number 29, and that will be even with how many we got to on BGTV. So we're about to surpass. I believe we can do it with your help. Let's go. Keep those questions coming. Boy. Boy.